to a special guest podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Gemma. In today's podcast, we are joined by Taya from For the Love of History podcast, who was kind enough to come and talk about one of my favourite topics, female pirates with us, specifically the story of Rachel Wall. So without further ado, on to the podcast. So my name is Taya, aka TK. I'm the host and creator of For the Love of History podcast, the podcast where we talk about world history, women's history, and weird history. You can find me on Instagram at for the love of underscore history podcast. You can find me on Twitter. But I never do anything on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Patreon, and all of those links are in my bio of my Instagram and my podcast is available wherever you put podcasts into your ears and today I will be talking about Rachel Wall America's first pirate woman pirate <laughs> we, we love a pirate here at Sars is she yeah. so why did you pick Rachel to look at um I <laughs> Google often determines my fate. So I just Googled cool pirate ladies a while ago when I was doing some pirate, ep uh, a pirate episode about a pirate named Wu Zhe-Chin who did a bunch of piratey things. And then another pirate, I gosh, I forget her name. I think I've done three pirate ladies on my podcast. And uh, Rachel Wall also popped up. Um, but I just never got a chance to do her. So when you guys posted on Instagram that you were looking for people to contribute to your podcast, I was like, Rachel, let me do Rachel. <laughs> I mean, she's certainly a fascinating character. So do you want to tell us a bit more about her? Yeah. So Rachel Wall was the first and the last of a lot of things, but before I get ahead of myself, I'll, I'll tell you about her background. So Rachel Wall was born in 1760 to a family that was extremely, extremely religious. They were Presbyterians and she always loved the sea. She would always go down to the beach, play there for far too long and get in trouble with her family. And her family was really afraid that she was going to get up and leave one day to hop on a ship. And that's almost exactly what she did. When she was 16, she was down at the beach one day when a group of girls kind of beat her up a little bit. And a man, everywhere I looked, it just said um, an older man. So I'm not quite sure how old said man was, but this man named George Wall rescued her from these bullies. And soon after, at the age, the ripe old age of 16, Rachel left her family and got married to George and became Rachel Wall. Yeah. <laughs> See, um, I looked into her a little bit and in Laura Sook Duncombe's book, uh, mm -hmm. she says they met after Rachel was beaten up at a funeral. So it's interesting that both stories kind of have oh. him rescuing her yes. and that she was getting beaten up. Slightly mm -hmm. worrying. Yeah, right. Okay, it's a little bit more worrying that she got beaten up, possibly gotten beat up at a funeral. What is happening at, at a funeral where beating up is a possibility? <laughs> I, 
I don't know. But, Maybe they just yeah. like really didn't want her near the beach. She said that she wanted to go, wanted to go there instead of the funeral. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's just it's uh so George Wall came along and saved her and it was, I'm guessing, love at first sight for them. Yeah, definitely, at least for her, because they moved around a bunch after they got married. They went to New York, then uh, they went to Pennsylvania, and then finally they settled in Boston, Massachusetts, where George either left her or just became a sailor and left her. But either way, she was alone in Boston for an extended period of time as like a teenager between the ages of 16 and 18. So yeah, I couldn't quite pin down whether he just abandoned her or he abandoned her because of sailings. But either way, he abandoned her. (laughs) So she had to become a maid in Boston uh, for a long time. And one day he, George just reappeared whether his service was done as a sailor or he just decided to come back. I'm not really sure, but he came back and tried to tempt her into becoming a pirate. And in her diary, she wrote, uh, he enticed me to leave my service and take to bad company for which I may date my ruin. And he did, he convinced her and she left with him and a group of other sailors and their lovers. They, and they started their life of piracy in 1781. I mean, even that kind of makes it sound kind of like a romance, really, like right? with the way that he just like comes back through the front door and is like, let's be pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, I was trying to work out the dates because wasn't, didn't he kind of get his sailing experience as a privateer in the, um, in the army? Yeah. In the Navy. Mm-hmm. American history is not my strong point. I was, I was trying to work That's out okay. dates. Neither, neither is mine. So all of this was going on during the Revo- American, America's Revolutionary War. I think at the time, 1781 was when George Washington was like in his big old battles. I'm the worst American. I don't know American history because it's so... Not Mine comes history. from watching Hamilton. That's literally my extent of historical American history comes from watching Hamilton. No, not even hey, me too. <laughs> Anyway, back to Rachel. So he, George convinces her to be a pirate. What happens next? George convinces her to be a pirate and she's on the fence like, Ooh, should I, should I not? And she eventually does. And they, with four other uh, crew members, they steal a ship and they go around Vermont, around the shores of New England, and they just do piratey things. And they're super sneaky about the way they do their pirating. So they would always wait to go out to sea after a really big storm, and they would dress up their ship like it had been damaged from the storm. And then Rachel, being a young, pretty thing, would stand on the bow of the ship looking disheveled and in need of rescue. And she would call out to other boats and they would see her and they'd be like, oh my God, this girl, she's by herself on this poor wrecked ship. And they would come. And then the other crew members would spring out and attack and kill them. And that is how they did their pirating. 
a uh, true case of dead men tell no tales. Right, exactly. And they would, I think, at the end of their pirating days, they would kill a total of 24 sailors in all. I feel like I shouldn't like the fact that they were very smart about it. But I really do. Yeah. I just love this right. idea. <laughs> that they're like, right, so what we're going to do is we're going to pretend that we can't move the boat. And, and then we're going to just going to stay out there. Yeah. And then you're going to stand on the front. It's a very Emily plan. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you like it. Because if you were going to turn to a life of crime, you would plan it out logically like that, which is yeah. why I'm terrified of you. Yeah. But it, kind of, <laughs> it makes you wonder if maybe it wasn't like the men's idea because this idea of like knowing that a man would come to the rescue of a woman, like women would be very aware of that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like she'd be like, mm, yeah, but if I stand on the front, they're going to just, they're going to come and try and rescue me. Right. Exactly. Use that sexism against you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Serves them right. Right. <laughs> I, I wondered while I was doing my research, why, uh, everything I found was very specific when they said um, George and then his sailor friends and their lovers were on the ship as well. So I'm wondering why these lovers or if these other lovers also did the whole Rachel damsel in distress on the bow of the ship thing as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we, she's only mentioned in the stories because she's the name that we know because of not to give a spoiler, but because of her ending. Yes, yes. Whereas women, quite possible. women have a tendency of just fading into the background in history, no matter what they've done sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately. So it sounds like they were quite successful as pirates. They were quite successful as pirates. By the end of everything, they had uh, captured 12 ships, collected in that time period's money, $12,000 in cash and plunder, which I'm not really sure how to convert it into now money, but it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. $12,000 in like pre-America time. I feel like that would be a lot of money because once again, the Revolutionary War is going on right now. You're probably looking in at least millions, I would imagine. I would imagine too, right? I would imagine. Somebody needs to make a calculator. Maybe there is one, but I feel like somebody needs to make a calculator where you can put in the date, put in the amount of money, and then get the amount of money that would be the equivalent to in today's money. Wouldn't that be something? I know there's an English version, but I'm not. Mm. It's maths beyond my ability. I'm quite willing to admit. (laughs) I try really hard not to do maths. Me too. <laughs> if I was no a pirate, no. If I was a pirate, someone else would be doing the counting of the money. Right, exactly. I am a second grade teacher, and unfortunately, that means I have to teach all of the subjects. And the reason I teach second grade is because it's the highest level of math I can do. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones where you sit there, and you're like, "Well, what do you think the answer is?" Right, exactly. I'll help you with English and history and social studies all day long. But in math, you're on your own, seven-year-old child. (laughs) So, yeah, they were very successful. So they got a lot of money, got a lot of cash, plunder, all the booty you could ever hope for. And they were never caught. They weren't even on 
anybody's radar. They were so successful. But unfortunately, they weren't so successful when it came to navigation in storms. There were two or three different theories about this that I found interesting. So all of Rachel Wall's crew disappeared, all except for Rachel. So there's one theory that uh, George miscalculated navigation and they actually accidentally sailed into a storm and they all got washed away except for Rachel. But then another theory is that Rachel was not getting along with the others and somehow they just disappeared and Rachel was the only one to survive. But there was also an account of another ship pulling Rachel out of the ocean after a big storm. So who knows what the truth is? But what we do know is Rachel is the only member of her crew to survive. I mean, this is the woman who possibly got beaten up at a funeral. So it's not hard to make mm-hmm. the leap that she wasn't a people person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the not people person uh, personality continues on after she has done with her life of piracy. She was done being a pirate after her crew was gone, but she was not done with her life of crime. So after Rachel came back, she got another job as a maid because there's not a lot of jobs that unmarried women can have in the late 1700s, almost 1800s. So she becomes a maid again, but she becomes infamous in Boston as a dock thief. She would go into other people's boats at night and she would steal their loot. She would steal clothes. She would steal jewels. She would steal literally whatever she could get her hands on. And sometimes she would even steal boats. But I'm not sure how the boats got returned to the owners or what happened to the boats after she stole them because she continued to remain on land. So I'm not really sure how that happened. But her life of crime did not stop. But she made two very tragic errors. She stole from two people that she should not have. And one of them happened to be a BFF with John Adams, speaking of Hamilton. So one day, uh, Rachel was, you know, doing her thieving thing on the road. And she came across a man named Perez Morton, who was a Revolutionary War patriot. And like I said, a best friend of John Adams who I, I think everybody know who John, who knows who John Adams is. <laughs> a, a founding father, if you will. And she stole from this man, Perez, and got in a lot of trouble and was told that if she did this again, she would be hung for her crime. And Rachel was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, no big deal. It's fine. So she continued to do petty thievery. And then one day, When she was on the road again, doing her little thief thing, she saw a woman with a bonnet and a really nice pair of shoes and thought to herself, I want that bonnet and I want those shoes (laughs) and proceeded to steal the bonnet and steal those shoes from that lady. And to add insult to injury, she 
had this poor woman on the ground, was holding her tongue, getting ready to chop this woman's tongue off. I know. When she was caught, Rachel was doing this in broad daylight. I mean, what was going through her mind chopping off a woman's tongue in the middle of the road in broad daylight? For a bonnet and a pair of shoes. For, for a bonnet and a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. She was very careless. We're going right? back to that not being a people person. Truly, truly though. <laughs> so this woman was Margaret. Her name was Margaret Bender. And thankfully, Margaret left with her tongue fully intact, but Rachel would not be so lucky. During this time, there was a lot of pressure put on the government to be harsh with criminals because after the Revolutionary War was over, which it was over now, crime was just rampant. So government officials were really getting tough on crime. And what normally would have been a petty offense of stealing a bonnet and a pair of shoes very quickly turned into aggravated assault and robbery with a weapon because she tried to cut out this Margaret lady's tongue. And so she was tried on my birthday, August 25th, 1789. She was convicted. So on my birthday, just so you know, listeners out there, it's my birthday on August 25th. Uh, every year, not only in 1789. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a good so, time to be born. Mine's the 26th. <gasps> no way. Oh my gosh, we're almost birthday twins. I love best. it. August birthdays. <laughs> we are the so, best. We are, we're truly Virgos. <laughs> I'm only two weeks later. Yeah, we I are know. all Virgos. Yeah. We're the best kind of people. Do Virgos particularly like history? Is this a thing? Have we discovered something? <laughs> I can't say I know much about what star signs like, to be honest. All I know is that we're perfectionists. Anyway, back to the pirate lady. (laughs) Back to the pirate lady. So August 25th, 1789, Rachel is convicted of aggravated assault with a weapon and roadside robbery. And normally this would not have such a hard sentence. And in fact, six years later, this offense would only be would have only costed her a fine. But during this time, because the government was really harsh on punishing criminals, it cost her her life. And she was sentenced to be hung. And the person who signed the hanging declaration was John Hancock, the guy who signed the Declaration of Independence, that guy. Mm-hmm. Another callback to Hamilton. <laughs> See? That's all you need to know about American history. Just watch Hamilton. <laughs> I, I've been saying this for a while. It's nice to know somebody's backing me up. I got you. I'm Emily. <laughs> em- Emily's not watched it yet. And I, I'm very disappointed in her. I have so much to watch and to read. It's ridiculous. I understand. You know what, Emily? I hadn't watched Hamilton until about two or three months ago. <laughs> You're not alone. I was pressured into it by other people in the online history community. I was shamed. I was almost thrown out of a Discord group. It was a whole thing. <laughs> so it's, on, it's on my list. I just need like an evening where I can sit and actually enjoy it. You got to be like Rachel and go on a sailing trip and you just mysteriously dis- disappear. <laughs> well, I have to say, 
with finding the fact that she was about to take someone's tongue out, the idea that she got rid of the crew doesn't seem that far away. No. For a bonnet and a pair of shoes, you're going to cut out somebody's tongue. I like a hat, but not enough to cut somebody's tongue out for one. Right? I just want to go back in time and be like, Rachel, are you okay? <laughs> Would you like a cup of tea and a chat, love? <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you need to talk? <laughs> it seems like an overreaction. <laughs> I imagine as being two English people going there would not help the situation. Yeah. Wrong time period for us. (laughs) I know. You guys also might have been hung. (laughs) Alongside poor Rachel. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So the governor of Massachusetts at the time was John Hancock, and he signed the order for hanging. And on October 8th, 1789, Rachel was hung alongside of two other thieves and she would actually be the last woman in Massachusetts history to be hung for a crime. So she was the first woman American pirate and the last woman to be hung in Massachusetts and thus is the life of Rachel Wall. Quite a life. Yeah Uh, right. If you think she'd never left home we probably wouldn't know who she was. Yeah, she exactly. would have just disappeared to history. Mm-hmm. She really lived the uh, live fast, die young because she died when she was only 29 years old. Also, the whole uh, well-behaved women rarely make history thing. She, she was right. like, I see that. That's a challenge. Okay. <laughs> she took that to heart. <laughs> <laughs> she said, hold my beer. And she went. She went off. Hold my rum and watch. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, she had an extraordinary life, a very short life. But Massachusetts is quite proud, in a way, of her history. Um, And I was reading one, oh my goodness, I forgot to tell you the most exciting part. We know her very last words. Would you like to hear her last words? Yeah. Here we go. Let me tell them to you. Her last words were, into the hands of the almighty God, I commit my soul relying on his mercy, and die an unworthy member of the Presbyterian Church in the 29th year of my life. And then the lever was pulled, and she was dead. Those are good last words. Yeah, they were good last words. I'm always amazed at people's ability to form last words, because I can't imagine if that was me, I'd say anything that could be repeated in polite company. Right? I feel like that would be my aim, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be yours. If I'm yeah, I can going, imagine your last make all of you remember. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my last words would have been all the treasuries hidden at, and then let them wander. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know if she had any hidden treasure. There's just so much of the same information about her, unfortunately, because not a lot was documented. Um, The Massachusetts Historical Society had a very detailed history of her and, in fact, um, did an interview with the surviving family members of uh, Mark Ender, the woman who almost got her tongue cut out. And apparently this Margaret lady lived until she was 97 years old and felt horrible every single day knowing that she caused she thought that she caused a life to be taken, but it, was, it wasn't her. It wasn't her fault. 
that she almost got her tongue cut out by a lunatic. <laughs> crazy pirate lady. Yeah, crazy pirate lady. I mean, considering the crimes she'd committed, mm-hmm. it, it's somewhat ironic that it was a bonnet and a pair of shoes that finally tripped her up. Yeah, and she fought so hard to be tried and hung as a pirate instead of a regular thief but she her piracy was so far off the radar like I said earlier that people didn't believe her that she was a pirate she said I personally never killed anybody even though her crew was responsible for killing 24 people I don't believe you Rachel I don't believe you But she wanted to be tried as a pirate so bad, but the Massachusetts government was like, we have no evidence of your piracy. No, and you're not in trouble for your piracy. You're in trouble for almost cutting a lady's tongue out. Like these, one of these things is not like the other friend, so. Also, if if she'd never killed anyone before, trying to cut Mm -hmm. somebody's tongue out is quite the escalation. (laughs) Right? (laughs) For a first go around. Not even a subtle um, step into violence, just straight with the cutting the tongue out. Right? Not even a gentle stab, like just (laughs) (laughs) straight to cutting the tongue out. Yeah. Seems like an old habit. Right? Seems like a signature. Mm. Like a serial killer signature. Maybe back in her home, she just got like a whole like wall of tongues. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? I hope she does. <laughs> that would be so that, funny. That was like her, funny. Hidden tre- her hidden treasure. <laughs> Just a wall of tongue. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That was the booty. Yeah, so that is the short, sweet story of Rachel Wall. Oh, she's certainly an interesting figure. Definitely. Right? Incredibly interesting. And I hope people from this episode get more interested in women pirates because there are so many women pirates and so many women pirates that were not super famous they were members of crews just regular members of crews all the time and also remember american pirates and british pirates are not the end all be all of pirates there's a lot of chinese pirates japanese pirates i used to live really close to a place that was full of a bunch of japanese pirates because I live in Japan. <laughs> the thing is, so little was recorded at the time of, about female pirates mm-hmm. because the status quo that it was men, women wouldn't do that. That yeah. it's kind of been recent that there's been a resurgence in people being interested in women's role in piracy. Yeah. Because there's so few uh, first-hand accounts because because so few of them were caught and had trials. There's not trial records. And things that we have for male pirates, we, we don't have, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And women pirates were totally punished different. A lot of them weren't tried because, once again, sexism. People were thinking, of how, how could these women be pirates? That's unimaginable. These poor they women were, they have must... been taken down the wrong route by a man. Exactly. So thank you so much for coming and talking to us. We really enjoyed it. Always love talking about pirates. Me too. One of Gemma's favourite topics. It is. Well, thank you again for coming and talking to us. No Um, problem. We very much enjoyed talking to Taya.
All of her information will be in the description box below. So if you're not already, go and follow her and check out her podcasts.